5: The 27 Club
4: is a podcast about famous musicians who died prematurely and sometimes mysteriously at the age of 27. This podcast is hosted by me, Jake Brennan, creator and host of the award-winning music and true crime podcast, Disgraceland. Season 2 of The 27 Club launches June 18th, 2020, with 12 episodes on the life and death of Jim Morrison of The Doors. The 27 Club contains adult content and explicit language. You can listen to The 27 Club on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
1: Open your hearts and loosen your butts. It's time for couples therapy.
6: Yeah.
0: Welcome. I was starting with a hey, and you started with a welcome. Let's do it again. Welcome. I was going to count into it. Hey guys, welcome to Couples Therapy. I'm Naomi. I'm Andy, and we are a real life couple. We're a real life couple of comedians, and on this podcast, we bring you the very best sets of our live show, Couples Therapy, where we have comics who are best friends, lovers, siblings, etc. Do sets together about their relationship, and we talk about our relationship.
1: We, uh, we we delve in, we get into our hearts, like little tiny, like inner space. Inner space. The movie with Martin Short. I'm familiar. Where he shrinks down to
0: a tiny man. Oh, is that what happens? Yes. I'm not familiar. <laughs> you guys, I have to tell you about an incident that happened on the way up to the studio. Andy, I'm sharing it with you. I'm sharing it with our listeners. It was just a little weird. Yeah. You said, you said, I got something to talk
1: about. You, I, I walked into the studio and I was like, uh, oh, Naomi, what are we going to, and you're like, shut up, shut your mouth, shut your white face.
0: <laughs> I did not say shut your white face, but I did say, I'm on it. Okay, so we record at our lovely studio here in Hollywood, and the I was trying to buzz myself into the building, and it wasn't working. But just as I was trying to figure it out and buzz myself in, a white woman comes up with her dog. How old? 40s maybe. Okay. And so, you know, she's kind of, even though I see she does have her key to into the building, she's like kind of hanging back. Because usually people's like, they just go in and they don't, you know, they go about their business. But I was like, oh, sorry. At first I thought I was holding her up. And then I realized she had a key fob. So I was like, oh, you just waiting for me to do something. So finally she lets herself in and she's like, well, I guess if you live here, you can be in here. And I was like, oh, well, I'm going up to the podcast studio on the fourth floor she was like, there's a podcast studio? And I was like, yes, how stuff works. They so do a... she,
1: she's bougie? She's bougie is what I'm trying to... No,
0: she was no, she was very sporty. She was very sporty, giving me like a cargo short, tank vibe, had oh. a really cute dog, short hair. I don't know how to place this woman. Because first I, th- I imagined
1: like a kind of like very well-to-do like Upper N- West Side lady.
0: No, she wasn't giving you like pearls and clenched butt
1: and then i and then when you said sporty my first thought was like oh she's like a
0: lululemon housewife not even that no i would never call that sporty i would call that leisurely um but she was sporty and so then we're on the top floor so i press that button she presses the button for the third floor so we're in there the doors open to the third floor and she's like oh um i want in the in the elevator, we're chit chatting. She's like, "Oh, I want to come see. it. I want to come see the space." Mm-hmm. And I just thought she meant like sometime in the world, like would love to check out what's going on. And so when the elevator doors open to the th- to the third floor where she lives, she was. I was like, "Oh, it's your floor." She goes, "Oh no, I want to come up. I want to come up now." It was like, okay. So we come upstairs. I open the door. There's a recording in progress, so it's empty, which is like not looking good for me because now I'm thinking she's going to think I've now tried to break in, but. Seeing is, you know, I opened the door and I was like, "Oh, look, here are the pictures of the podcast on the wall. That is the podcast I'm on. I suddenly found myself trying to defend my existence in a in an office in a room that I come into every week. And then I can't tell if it's just your whiteness comes with baggage. You can't be a white woman coming at me and just being quit. It's not going to just be inquisitive, even if you are being inquisitive.
1: Oh, see, because I immediately don't read that as inquisitive. I read that as she was checking up on
0: you. Well, of course, but I'm trying to give the benefit of the doubt because it doesn't serve me to get defensive.
1: By the way, I'm going to take
0: a picture of like how you're dressed right now, if you don't mind. Oh, yeah, because I just want to see you're like dressed in a fairly like. I'm giving you houndstooth today, which says not aggressive. (laughs) Houndstooth says, unlike you, Caucasian, and yet. She gave me some attitude. She suddenly needed to know what I was doing and where I was going. In a way, I was like what? And but then and then no one was up here, so I was like, this is it. And then she and then she tried to make a little chit chat and was like, okay, great, I'll come by some other time then. But it was like, you know, again, I have nothing to hide. I'm not doing anything. So part of me is like, all right, we could play this game all the way until the fucking studio starts, until the recording starts. You know, you want to do all this? You could sit up in here and watch.
1: What's that website where you type stuff on your uh, about your neighbors?
0: Oh, next door.
1: Yeah. She's like, probably on next. She's like, a black woman tried to get into the the studio. She tried to get into the building today. She said there's a studio.
0: <laughs> Is there? Someone will have to follow up and check, fact check this statement.
1: What are these podcasts? Are they videos? <laughs> So, so my I, parents think, by the
0: way, <laughs> <laughs> that podcast or videos. So I was very like, so as soon as you know, so I was in here a little bit. As soon as Andy came in, I was like, I got to tell you about some of this. OK, because I had feelings and I was like, you know, again, it doesn't serve me to get all salty. And I, there wasn't anything I was doing, but I did think to myself, what do you think I'm doing in here with my big ass yellow purse, my houndstooth sweater and a damn sketcher sneaker? Do I look like a thief? Honestly, I almost feel like impressed that she could even see that in me. <laughs> I was like, the mental gymnastics you have to do to see my bespectacled ass is a threat. Microaggressions. A true micro, a true, true, a true micro leading to macro. I was really, I'm aggression. like, I had to
1: settle on that because I was really in my head trying to think of like, how do I, uh, how do I um, portmanteau a pri- <laughs> the word private investigator with racist? It just doesn't work. I was, cause that's what she is. She's like, She's, like, scoping out any time, like, a black person goes near her. She's, like, trying to – she's, like, uh, excuse me, are you supposed to be in this Kroger's?
0: <laughs> Kroger's. I love the shout-out to Kroger. But I was, like, this – It's just so. it was so weird, and I was just, like – Is that a Midwest supermarket? Yeah. But I was really, like, ain't that about a bitch? That's how I felt when she was giving me all that. Like, she's
1: visiting I- Harlem, and she's, like – yeah, every black person she walks past, which at this point is not a lot. But
0: <laughs> Oh, the shade. Uh, she's like, are you supposed to be
1: in this neighborhood?
0: Where's your apartment?
1: Which, to be fair, there are a lot of white people walking around Harlem <laughs> saying that at this point. So,
0: But I was so – but it was funny because at first I was like, oh, this is weird. But then as soon as we got into the studio, I was a little like, oh, I wish someone was here to vouch for me. And that's when I got really pissed because I was like, people are not here – to make sure she knows I'm not a liar. What the fuck? I care what this white devil thinks. You should
1: always have like either your Comedy Central half hour <laughs> or your Two Dope Queens HBO set or and like a reel of you on Single Parents or something <laughs> on your phone, and just be like, uh, "Excuse me." <laughs> <laughs>
5: just like Absol- pull that out.
0: Oh my god, absolutely not. Can you imagine? Because then like she would be filming me for her eventual like eventual like what would you call it like. We would call her like Loft Lucy. Oh, I was gonna or say Private Investigator Patty. Private Investigator Patty, Loft Lucy, Podcast Patty. I don't know something where it's like she's coming at it. But Podcast anyway, Pamela. Pod- you're so much better at that than I am. Um, so that's where I was at, and you know what? I'm just like I'm, I'm, sh- I'm off of it. I'm off of it. I'm doing fine, and I'm ready to give our listeners a beautiful live set. Are you? Uh, I am very excited because these are old friends of ours. Uh, near and dear to our hearts. This first set we are bringing you is from Will Miles and Julia Rossi. They're comedians, writers, live-in lovers, and co-hosts of the podcast Hopefully We Don't Break Up. Will's written for the Chris Gethard Show and appeared on Crashing and Difficult People. Julia's been on Night Train, on Stars. This Is Not Happening, on Comedy Central, and Chelsea lately. So you gonna love this. Give it up for Will and Julia.
1: Roll it.
7: What's oh, up? Just a quick thing about Thanksgiving. I fucking love making Thanksgiving dinner. I love it. <laughs> I love ripping all the shit out of the turkey. I love massaging it with a ton of olive oil. You know, it's what I use. Um, Italians. Yeah. So you're it's talking Italian. about, like, white Thanksgiving and black Thanksgiving. <laughs> I'm like, you haven't even had Thanksgiving until you've had Italian Thanksgiving. Um, That's true. My mom literally was it's like... A the
4: middle, it's a middle ground, I think. Like, a in between black yeah, and white? Yeah, there's, like... Y'all over salt shit too, which is dope. Yeah. <laughs> <But> <laughs>
7: and then we, I pour wine on everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah.
4: But I do. Th- your green beans might be cold, right? No. What? No, hell no. How? Do <laughs> I I blaspheme. I'm sorry.
7: <laughs> We've been together over four years, yeah. And you yeah. just yeah, asked. Yeah. You acted like I would ever <laughs> serve a fucking cold green bean. Who on makes on cold green beans here? Yeah, in the summer.
4: In the summer, Not I've never a fucking heard of that
7: dinner party. Really?
4: Wait, <laughs> I've I've never had a cold. It's our green biggest fight in my we've life. ever had.
7: <laughs> well, enough about what a great cook I am. I uh, so this is us and great show. Great TV great show. Yeah, we love that show. NBC um, and free free advertising for that. No. Um, so Will and I would you know I don't I, we're a pretty good couple and I think what works. <laughs> For okay. us, one of the wonderful things, what I've learned in this relationship, is that the key to a happy relationship is to have the exact opposite anxieties. Because if you have the yeah. same anxieties, you're <laughs> fucked. Like, you cannot. We we have s- the exact, the things that I am, like, stay up at night crying, clawing my face about, he's like, cool. And then the things <laughs> that bother him, I'm like, you're crazy. Like, we do not have the same anxieties, and not it's wonderful. Not at all.
4: But we do both have severe anxiety. Yes.
7: <laughs> yeah. Which
4: is important to note. But Yeah. <laughs> so there's like no judgment
7: when one of us is rocking in the corner. Yeah. So we get it. But it's just
4: a lot of I use weed a lot to um you to like I don't, I don't know. <laughs> Maybe I just use weed a lot is where yeah. I was going with that. <laughs> to exist. But it like quells all the anxieties I have. We we're we have like I hate open spaces. And I don't know. I don't know what that. I grew up in a city in Chicago, and I'm like, I'm not used to like long highways and all that weird shit you guys deal with out here, <laughs> with like where you can drive on the highway and not put your foot on the brake for a long time. That drives me, and I can't do it. Like and
7: it. I hate small spaces. Yeah. Like I hate feeling trapped. When we like kind of you know, like if he like hovers over me, I'm like, I going the police. Like yeah, I like yeah. freak. I just don't like small. <laughs> yeah. And I learned <laughs> I shouldn't. And um, <laughs> even if I'm like joking, like that's not cool. And so, for those of you listening, uh, Will is black. And so I uh, sure. have learned a lot. And so <laughs> I um, no. But we went to Palm. Sp- it was so cute because we went to Palm Springs like our a month ago. Our favorite trip
4: in the favorite world. Favorite trip by the way, was an imp-
7: Well, here's the thing, because it was impromptu. And my anxiety comes from planning right? I need to find the best deal. I need to look up where we're going to, I need all the planning, right? And I don't want to do gender roles, but it does feel like a girl thing. <laughs> and, but this, we just woke up on a Tuesday. We're like, let's go to Palm Springs yeah. tomorrow. So, Which is
4: more my speed. I'm, I've never planned anything. And I'm surprised I'm here right now. Yes.
7: <laughs> uh, also, he's going out of town in a week and still hasn't bought his tickets. That's true. And it is... Two
4: different cities. I still haven't planned it at all. Yeah.
7: Every bit of self-control for me to not get the tickets for him. But I'm like, <laughs> he's going to learn a lesson. And so... hoosies, we drive to Palm Springs. Yeah. And I am driving there. And I end up in... It's the fast lane, the carpool lane. But it's between two barriers... Construction going on or something? No, were, it wasn't even that. It was just oh, really? they want to—I ch- don't know—punish you for being <laughs> in the fast lane and make you feel trapped and like you're gonna die. And so I was between two like almost like little short walls, and I was driving like I, I, I can't. And I was like fr- I was freaking out. And Will's like, "What? This is great. Like we're in this like cozy space. No one g- it was awesome. can hurt us. And he if I
4: would, I'd sleep between two wooden boards like temple. <laughs> Like Temple Grandin, I don't My know. Like <laughs> a
7: co- it's like a fucking coffin, and so I there was no choice. I had to continue. So I I made it through, and I was very freaked out. But then on the ride home,
4: we started driving in the. You drove. I, I started driving from Palm Springs. If you ever been to Palm Springs, driving back, you have to pass like those uh, those windmills. I call them Indiana windmills because I'm from Chicago. I don't know if I've said that enough. Yeah, he said it twice. Uh, <laughs> we can all, everyone <laughs>
7: take a drink whenever Will talks about Chicago. <laughs> I, I mean wish he loved me as much as he <laughs> loved Chicago, but...
4: Impossible. Literally uh,
7: yells Shytown town when he comes. Anyways. Um,
4: it's written above our bed. I, I just read it. Uh, <laughs> but no, so we're driving and we pass like the windmill area and I can just tell already, I'm like, all right, I don't see any end to this and I can't deal with not seeing any end to this. So I started like freaking out a little, like.
7: Well, I can d- I do your impression? Yeah, of you yeah, yeah. Because okay. I'm like, you know,
4: so this is me now. This is me all the time. So
7: this tone that Will has. So I'm, I think I mentioned I was Italian. And so <laughs> I am very good at emoting. And uh, my levels change. And my hands move. And my eyebrows get thicker, you know, as I get angrier. And <laughs> I'm very animated as I feel. Will, his. Tone stays this, right? So he's driving and he's like, uh, hey. And I was like, what? He goes, poof, I am having a panic attack. And I'm like, really? Because you're doing like a peace sign and you have sunglasses on out of nowhere and you look real cool. You know, he's like, oh, uh, yeah, no, I, um, poof, yeah, I am freaking out. Wow, this is. Oh, boy, I am really <laughs> – I am going to lose my mind. <laughs> yeah, okay, we're going to die. And I was like, wow, you, I, I I, would have never guessed. He's like – and then you pulled over so I could drive. Yeah, yeah, And, and luckily, I can drive. I like driving in open spaces. So, like, look at that yin and yang. Like, we yeah. are – a perfect fit, but what's so funny is that sometimes you've had those very cool panic attacks and then later been like, I don't understand how you couldn't tell that I was really <laughs> upset. And I was like, because you were like napping while you were having a <laughs> panic attack. And I'm literally rolling on the floor, pounding, going, Why, why, why?
4: In my head, I'm like really emoting though, but uh, <laughs> all that comes out is like this tone. <laughs>
7: Wait, but, I don't I, know. but wha- like there's been many moments in our relationship where I, I, lo- I was like, I love you even more. And one of them was when you tell me the elevator story, which oh, is yeah. weird because elevator is a small space. So I can't even, elevators, subway, like the, if a subway fucking stalls for 30 seconds, I'm like, where am I going to pee? Do I have any snacks? Like yeah. all the <laughs> things happen.
4: It was like a lot of things. though. I was 19 in, again, Chicago. Uh, but <laughs> you know what it is also? I realized like... White people have countries. Black Americans have cities. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that's all, as far as I can go back. So uh, <laughs> it's like Chicago is <laughs> the greatest. But uh, oh, God. <laughs> oh, I got too sad. Come on, that's. Yeah. Have you guys not been here for 400 years? But uh, <laughs> so like I'm in this. It's DePaul University. It's in the north side of Chicago, and uh, we're leaving our friend's place, and we have been smoking a lot of weed in his dorm. And like, uh, just a fun fact: David from Real World was there, and he was singing. Um, <laughs> the guy who goes that I, I thought that was cool. That was, I, I was like, I can't believe this guy's in the room with us, but <laughs> he was like an RA at DePaul, so I guess the real world paid really well. Uh, but <laughs> but <laughs> so we're leaving that dorm and we're smoking all this weed and uh, we get like we still have weed and it's the other it's the rest of the country, so like it's not legal. And it was also like t- 20 years ago or something. But <laughs> we're like we're getting in the elevator, it's like four of us. Five of us from high school were all visiting our friend, and the elevator just stops. And uh, it was frightening. So I'm, I look around. I'm like, why is nobody else freaking out right now? I'm like, you guys, the elevator stopped. We're trapped here. We all have weed on us. We're high. <laughs> and it, it could probably didn't help that I was that high, but I, like, I punched through the light <laughs> and hid my weed up top there. So I was like, all right, if they come get us, they're, they're not going to find the weed, but... <laughs> all they would have had to do was like ask and i would have been like it's right there i'm sorry <laughs> 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 so sorry but uh, <laughs> so we're like we're trapped for maybe 30 45 minutes in my oh, head Oh was that long? I really think it was only 10 but <laughs> okay i certainly thought it was 45 all my friends have said it was only like 10 15 minutes but that's, that's 10 15 it's still too, too long, too long yeah, right it's too yeah long. but all they all they said was after like maybe 1 minute 30 seconds i was in the corner with my shirt off <laughs> rocking back and forth <laughs> <laughs> saying when are we going to get out of here well, we're sure never going to get out of here <laughs>
7: i want to know <laughs> but i th- i bet though if that were to happen now which oh my god i hope it never happens oh
4: god w- you
7: would be calm because i would be 10 times more yeah, freaked yeah, out yeah. than that
4: only because i would have to be but i if i'm good with like helping someone else in a crisis if because it gets me off the fact that i'm also in a crisis
7: But, like, so my anxiety... (laughs) So my anxiety is, uh, why is everyone mad at me? Um, That's one. um, I feel a lot of shame and guilt. (laughs) And uh, I'm like, mm, was I born without all the pages to the instruction manual? Because everyone else seems cool and I'm dying. And so those are... Uh, dying inside, and so <laughs> mine are all about like personal, you know, sort of self-esteem, paranoid thinking, that kind of shit. That's where my anxiety comes from. But yours is very much based in danger and health. Yeah, like you're a huge hypochondriac. Big time. And I do also. I will say this, and I again, I don't. I think I have a brain
4: tumor right now, by the way. Yeah. Pretty sure.
7: <laughs> but you will like, <laughs> I don't know. I don't, again, I don't want to do gender stereotypes, but I do think it is funny because I will get a cold and I'll be like, well, uh, I guess I have to keep on going. You get a cold and you are like, well, I guess this is the last time I'm going to see you. And it's like, yeah. so, you're such a pussy when you get a cold. And, and I'm like, wow, there's a little bit of snot dripping out of your nose. Once a month, blood drips out of my vagina. And it is. And I deal with it, and and I can't even like you can move your (laughs) nose backwards. (laughs) I have to stand upright and still exist in the world. Um, Maybe that was a different tangent and had nothing to do with this. No, that's good. But but I'd be
4: uh, terrible at that. I'm gonna. I wouldn't be able to do it. Uh, But it's funny.
7: So we have um, we put on our phones. We have locate like. We can oh see yeah. each other's location, and it's not because we think we're cheating or whatever. It's for safety, because one night when we were living in New York, I was 15 minutes late? Uh, 10.
4: I don't know. It, it was wasn't like, very long. It w- probably wasn't that long. It wasn't
7: that long, but I was getting off the train. <laughs> I have a
4: <abandoned> issues. issue. <laughs> yeah.
7: I <laughs> but I get off the subway, and I know the people in the podcast can't see me, but I see uh, this man kind of like, doo-doo-doo, just sort of like... Cool strolling, you know what I mean? <laughs> like very chill through the street, but zigzagging. And I was like, "Will?" And he goes, "Oh, hey, <laughs> hi." And it was like near our house. And I was like, "What are you doing?" He goes, "Oh, <laughs> well, you were supposed to be home 15 minutes ago, and uh, <laughs> yeah, you weren't. But uh, so I just sort of <laughs> uh, just, yeah, just kind of like was looking to find your body, <laughs> and like." <laughs> but he was like cool, strolling, like just like skidily scats, skat you know. And so we have the location settings on our phone for partially for that reason. But then my reason for check. So you check it to see if I'm dead. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. I check it... Because
4: your phone will tell me. Yeah.
7: <laughs> I check it because I have so much anxiety about, like, getting to places on time before they close and, like... You know, booking tickets in advance so I'll check his phone because he'll be like yeah I'll be home in like 10 minutes for us to go to dinner and I check his phone and he's two hours away (laughs) and that's when I start to have a panic attack because I'm (laughs) like oh he's playing a trick on me because the whole world is out to get me like that is where my anxiety comes in I will say also people
4: do ask do you have that on because you're worried about her I'm like no it'd be actually very comforting if she was with another dude right now (laughs) I'd know she was safe if she was over that house
7: So is that my loophole?
4: Yeah, yeah. If you're safe, it's fine. All right. So
7: if anyone wants to have sex, so that my boyfriend knows I'm safe.
4: Whenever I'm out of town, only. Let me
7: know. That was a weird way to end it. Okay. Super weird. Bye.
4: (laughs) Bye. Thank you. We love you guys.
0: Also, your favorite country artists are always stopping by to hang out and share their lives and music, too. So wake up with a bunch of my friends on Big 104.7 in Pittsburgh or wherever the road takes you on the iHeartRadio app.
1: Welcome back, friends, listeners, countrymen. (laughs) From whatever country you're in. (laughs) Um, Naomi, you and I have... uh, I don't think we have complimentary anxieties. I think we just are both balls of anxiety <laughs> and we affect each other in different ways.
0: Yeah, I yeah. don't think they complement. We have the same. I think I'm more like I'm just outward with my anxiety and yours is internal because it seems like you're stable, but then like I'll talk to you and you'll say some shit and I'll be like, oh, you're crazy too. <laughs> yeah, 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 I just don't. I, but I'm, I'm a little more
1: emotive than Will. <laughs> but uh, one of the things that you get anxiety about is planning. We talked last episode about Thanksgiving. Mm-hmm. And even though we have a Thanksgiving plan. Yes. This is Thanksgiving week. I thought maybe we'd talk about why I'm so I so need to have a nice Thanksgiving because I have had plenty of sad Thanksgivings. Yeah. Well, not plenty, too.
0: <laughs> <laughs> but they deeply affected you. You carry them with you to this day. Yes.
1: As uh, as someone who like doesn't have a lot of vices, mm-hmm. the ones you know that revolve around like food, I I need those to be perfect. Yeah. Right. Because I don't do drugs. I don't drink. I'm not a promiscuous lad.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Well, thank God.
1: But I'm just saying that I'm not, you know, there's, but like when I want a potato chip, I want it to be the best potato chip. Kettle, baby. When I want uh, a soda, I don't want your regular Diet Cokes. (laughs) I want your fancy sodas. I want your Trader Joe's blood orange, (laughs) Italian blood orange soda.
0: Italian, but you can get it at TJ. So how Italian can it be? Right. Well, it's- <laughs> but you need it. Mean, yes, I yeah, get it. You that's like Olive Garden Italian. <laughs> you need but it. still,
1: it's it's orange soda. It's basically like Orange Crush. Yeah. You know. <laughs> but it's blood orange. But like, it looks bougie. Yeah. And yeah, so yeah. I'm like, I'm like, okay, you got me. I'm entranced. <laughs> so when it comes to Thanksgiving, I need it to be the best Thanksgiving, and I have had some sad ones. I wrote down when I'm like, when you're like, what do you want to talk about? I wrote, ghost of sad Thanksgiving's past.
3: Ooh. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door.
5: And the best part about Quince, they exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part, for every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness.
7: Bombas, big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST.
1: Maybe by communicating this, I mean, you knew that these things happened, but maybe by like communicating this to you in this uh, studio here <laughs> Which is a little bit like our actual couples therapy Oh no Except Anna uh, doesn't talk to us <laughs> Like James does
0: She will not take sides
1: Um, I thought maybe you would like You're focused, you're listening, you you will really take in Why these were sad
0: Right, and we are being recorded So I will have to respond in a measured, open way Go ahead Um,
1: I'm gonna change names Of people So that no one's feelings are hurt but uh a, a couple years ago, when we were still living in New York, I got a job out here and moved out here for a couple months and uh, one of those months was November, <laughs> and I'm like, I'm not flying home for Thanksgiving, right So my friend, let's call her Janet, yeah, sure, it's a good name. She invites me over to her, she's like, oh, we're having a Thanksgiving here and I, and it's a kind of a potluck, so bring something and mm-hmm. I' As you may have heard, last episode I love mashed potatoes, (laughs) so I'm like, I better bring the mashed potatoes because no one's gonna make them the way I want them made. Mm -hmm. Maybe they're gonna make them with some like weird, you know, gravy from like (laughs) squirrel gravy. I don't know. Some like squirrel
0: gravy. Who are the who do you think these people are? Are you on the frontier?
1: Yeah, no, I thought maybe they were hobos. Okay, you know what? This wasn't far. Uh, Not to uh, not to like uh, tip the uh, tip my hat, but uh, these were close to hobos. This kind of like we if we had if there had been an oil drum fire <laughs> and some kind of boot soup yeah I I would not have been surprised <laughs> but she invites me over uh, again she's also like a friend of mine still she's very nice just so that's yeah. out there and uh, there's no table
0: uh there you are- cannot be inviting people over to meals with no table when you and I did not have a dining table in New York the, I never wanted to invite people over. Or you can come over to, like, watch a program, but you can be having, telling somebody, I'm going to have you to dinner, and you got to put your damn plate on your lap. Okay? To be fair.
1: To be fair, you don't ever want to have anyone over.
0: Correct. <laughs> but at least I now have what I need should somebody roll up and need a hot meal.
1: True. True. So, no table. Uh, I believe paper plates. Fine. I get it.
0: Yeah. Well, pl- I don't blame them. Do I ain't trying to do them dishes.
1: But, well, hey, right now, I don't know what you're doing, but when I listen to podcasts, I'm doing the dishes. It's a great time to like really connect with whatever podcast you're listening to. Well, that is get a your hands light. warm.
0: I got cold hands, everyone. Oh my god, continue. I got cold. You know, Andrew's a lace boy. That's what we call. He's delicate.
1: Uh, human doily. <laughs> so, so I'm not. I'm not going to ding her for that. I'm just like trying to paint a picture. Um, but like everything's kind of just on the stove. Uh, or just like in again, no, you can't like. There's no presentation.
0: <laughs> you wanted a sense of occasion. It yes. was, after all, a holiday. Yes, it was, after all, a holiday. Yes. All right, all right. I see what you were telling me.
1: And uh, her boyfriend at the time was, I believe, some kind of drug addict. <laughs> and he finished his meal as quickly as possible. Let's say it's one of those upper drugs, and <laughs> <laughs> retired to the bedroom to snort or smoke whatever it is, whatever his whatever tickled his fancy.
0: Yeah. So there's, like, a dude doing his drugs in the bedroom while everyone else kind of balances their mashed potato and green salad on a, on their knees.
1: Yeah. In my mind – now, this is not really what it was like, but in my mind, it was like, if you remember uh, one of the later seasons of Breaking Bad, I think Jesse Pigman goes to visit a meth house <laughs> where uh, a couple has, like, stolen a uh, ATM. And they're trying to break into it, and it's in their house, and everything's, like, decrepit, and there's, like, a, a dirty child walking around <laughs> wishing for a sandwich. That's not really what it was like, but it wasn't far off.
0: It evoked the same vibe. Yes. You were getting feelings of that vibe.
1: I'll tell you what. I, I, I went home from, uh, from that Thanksgiving and vowed, vowed uh, to the gods of Thanksgiving, <laughs> to Turkey Tom and his pals, that I would never— have a sad Thanksgiving again. But then I did.
0: What was the next one?
1: The tradition of my family is old family friends of ours who will be invited to our wedding. So I will keep them anonymous. Well, there's nothing wrong. They, they did nothing wrong in this.
0: But it, was, like, it was the expectation you had going in, which was dashed. Yes. Because I was here for this. I was here for this. This was in our relationship
1: time. We went We went to Redding for Thanksgiving. And you know every year we go to this family friends for Thanksgiving. And there's a wonderful spread. You come in, Naomi? <laughs> they got pretzels? They got little chocolates for you. Maybe some other, maybe some crudite.
0: I don't do pre-Thanksgiving eating, so I don't understand. For me, it's about stretching out the stomach several days before the day of. You are truly uh, keeping the body light, empty, and then prepared to take in everything come 4 p.m. Continue. <laughs> Continue.
1: Then me and uh, the their children, who are around our same age, we play video games, or we throw the pigskin out in the back. Mm. Or maybe some bad, you know, it's real traditional again.
0: Real cute. I
1: want one thing in my life to be some kind of tradition.
0: Yes, yes. And I remember because we were going to go and you kept talking it up. It's going to be so fun. It's going to be so great. We always go here. This is our first time going to Pennsylvania as opposed to staying in New York and doing it at my mom's house. So this was like you had been talking it up and then we get there.
1: And here's the deal their family is not full of uh, comedians. And so all their children got married and have normal jobs. Got married and have children.
0: Right, and the so it ex- big
1: their family expanded beyond what their house could handle. Right. So instead, we went to what is it, Greystoke Mansion? I don't we know went something. To, we
0: went to uh, yes, we went to a restaurant. A to catered. Eat.
1: Well, no, it's like a place. Like my prom was there. A beautiful and,
0: event space doing a Thanksgiving special yes. thing. Yes. And I recall Andy being livid. When he found out about it, I believe the day of, or if not the night before, he was just like, what? Why? If I had known that, we wouldn't have come. <laughs> like, I punched a hole in the window of my parents' house. <laughs> you had you had so much anger.
1: Imagine what kind of psychotic I would be. We would not be together still. There's no way if oh, I no. would have like, done something psychotic like that. You're not the kind of person who's like, he's just a man.
0: Oh, no, absolutely not. No. Absolutely not. Part of what I like about you is that you could never raise a hand to me or anything. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> you have a sweet round face and soft hands. Okay, and that's what I'm here for. Hmm. That's what keeps me in it day I mean, after day.
1: I mean, I don't want the the alternative is like he's a violent monster. <laughs> I don't <laughs> want. I don't want that. Can we split the difference where he's like he's kind of manly sometimes? Oh no!
0: Yes, of course.
1: All right. So you know, it was again. It's fine. I'm there for the camaraderie. I love these family friends, like seeing my parents, there was mashed potatoes, there were rolls and butter, it was fine, but it just did not fill, it did not fill in, look, I'm empty inside, (laughs) I really need some things to fill in the void, and Thanksgiving, a traditional Thanksgiving is one of those things.
0: I understand, I understand, what I do like about, I mean, what I like most about Thanksgiving is the ability to eat a large meal, very quickly unbutton one's pants and sit on a couch. You know, you don't get that option when you're at a restaurant. I also love the next day, reheating that food, eating it through the weekend. When you go to a restaurant, you don't get that option. This is the one time of year where I get to eat these things. I'm not having Yamalo on a Tuesday in February. I'm having Yamalo Thanksgiving weekend.
1: It's the one day we get to not feel shame about eating a lot.
0: It's literally the one time of year the rest of the world eats like I do. You know, the week up to Thanksgiving is my truly best life. It is when you can run into someone and have conversations about food. You're sharing an excitement. What are you making? What are you having? What are you going to do to it? How are you going to make it? That's the kind of combo I want to have with most people. But it's normally frowned upon. One week in the year, you get to get into it. So you get it. Yeah, but I don't need other people to be around.
1: (laughs) (laughs) But I need them. Here's the thing. I need the shame to be dispersed. I need it to be diffused. Among all the people. The more people there are, the less shame I feel. Does that make sense?
0: I, to me, the, if no one's there to see it, then there's nothing to be ashamed of. You know, if a tree overeats in a forest oh, no. and there's no one there, has the tree really binged?
1: I'll still feel shame, even if I'm alone. But among other people, it can. I'm like, oh, you're, you're eating just as much as I am, so you don't get to judge me.
0: I guess I get it.
1: Because on my own, I'll just judge myself. And there's no no
0: mirrors. All right. Well, at least this year you're going to get a little bit of that. We'll have like two or four people and you'll get to diffuse the shame. But I won't have to cook everything. So I'm looking forward to Thursday with you, darling.
1: We're holding hands right now. Everything is tender. And we'll be right back after this.
5: All right. Here we go. This is DJ Vlad. And I would like you to check out The Vlad TV Podcast Launching on June 17th Since 2008 Vlad TV has been giving you Hard-hitting No-holds-barred interviews With some of the biggest rappers Singers Actors Professional athletes Former criminals And everyone in between We've interviewed celebrities Like The Baby Cardi B Migos Lil Baby Doja Cat Omarion WWE Champion Mark Henry 21 Savage Warren Sapp DC Young Fly Fat Joe, Danny Trejo and Charlemagne, and many many more we have regular guests like rap legend Boosie, media titan Nick Cannon comedy legend D.L. Hughley and NBA champion John Sally we're the only ones brave enough to ask the questions that everyone else is too scared to ask and when we interview someone it becomes their biggest interview ever so listen to the Vlad TV podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts
0: Welcome back, you guys. Ugh, all that talk about Thanksgiving got me ready. I'm telling you, I believe in stretching the stomach, preparing the body, and then really going hard. You know who else goes hard? This next duo we got for you. <laughs> These two funny, funny cats. We love them. This next set. A plus segue. Thank you very much. This next set is from Sophia Alexandra and Dave Rankin. They are best friends and two of the three co hosts of the podcast Reality Bites. B Y T E S. Okay, you get it? Puns, <laughs> baby. You may have also seen Sophia on This Is Not Happening on Comedy Central. Ooh. Yeah, With Julia. It, indeed. If you haven't, look it up. You guys get ready for a dope set from Sophia and Day.
6: Roll it. guys, I'm Sophia Alexandra.
3: I'm Dave Rankin.
6: And uh, we're best friends.
3: Besties, eight years. That's right,
6: adults in their 30s who are best friends. Yep. Pretty cool, (laughs) pretty cool stuff. We've been best friends for like what? Eight, Eight years. years,
3: July 17th, 2010, but who, ca- <laughs>
6: who's counting, who's though? counting? <laughs> Facebook
3: is, that's how I know that.
6: Yeah, that is, it reminds us every year. <laughs> um, uh, we became friends because we both did a bringer show. At the comedy store. If you're not familiar,
3: bringer shows are where you beg your friends to come to your comedy show. Because uh, you're so. starting
6: out, you don't know any better. You don't know that you have to, you don't have to recruit people. We beg our friends to come. Tonight, yeah, you're like, Sunday. no, you have to come. It's ten
3: dollars, then you have to buy two drinks. <laughs> And then we became best friends.
6: Yeah. And we became best friends. And the first time we hung out, uh, we hung out on the beach because I was like, I don't know if he's going to try to fuck me. Yeah. You didn't trust me. (laughs) Yeah. I didn't trust him at all. I was like, if we're on a beach, like it's a public place. If he tries to fuck me, I can like scream for help. It was daylight. You know, people would have had my back. So the women are in here (laughs) laughing because they're like, "Ah, I'm also low key afraid of getting murdered. It was
3: weird, though, because like I would think after one time at the beach that she would be like, oh, like this guy's cool. He's not trying to fuck me. But she did like three times at the beach. That's kind of
6: weird. I don't trust. I didn't get to the house like four or five Um, times. Yeah. 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 I'm like, no, before you make it inside my apartment, I need to be like triple sure. You're not going to fuck me. (laughs) And it's great. We've been friends for eight years. Have not tried to fuck each other. Pretty amazing stuff. We don't. I was waiting We're for not attracted break, to each other. Okay. Yeah, I'm like, you know. guys don't want to clap for us? Yeah, okay. uh, look how what look at what I'm bringing yeah. to the table. I know this what is you're a, bringing? I know this is a podcast, but damn, come on! I'm so <laughs> fine. You can probably hear it. Am I right? Am I right, audience? Yeah. What's I'm up? Just, no, yeah. there's very few claps. It's very sad for me. <laughs> so one of the things that brings us together is we both uh, we love music. Yeah. And uh, that's resulted in us having like. We have songs that we sing throughout uh, our friendship to each okay, other. Yeah. <laughs> it's pretty cute. Sometimes it's she'll
3: call, if she calls or I call, sometimes instead of just saying what's up, we say, we'll go, uh, hey, hey, boo boo, how are you? How, how are you? Are you? Boo, 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 boo 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 Yeah, they think we're in love. All right, okay. well, right.
6: <laughs> we'll leave. Cool. I know. No one cares for this.
3: <laughs> we like music. I mean,.
6: Uh, we go to a lot of hip-hop concerts together. True. Me, Dave, and my husband, my, Max, who's in the audience. Shout out to Max.
3: Shout out to Max.
6: <laughs> um, we've seen
3: Vince Staples this year, Kendrick, and Big Boy. And who
6: haven't? Lupe Fiasco. We've seen everybody. Yeah. We've been but on. our favorite concert of all time has to be
3: Drake, Drake Lil versus Wayne. Lil Wayne. Yeah. Okay.
6: That was the first hip-hop concert at the Hollywood Bowl ever. I know. Crazy, right? Yeah, yeah. What? <laughs> We went um, as Lil Wayne
3: fans, really. Yeah,
6: we went because we wanted to support Lil
3: Wayne. Lil Wayne, we're, we're big. We were and like, Drake,
6: he can fuck himself. Yeah. But Lil Wayne needs us. But
3: then Drake did this section. So, okay, this <laughs> yeah. is
6: so funny. Okay, so the whole over. concept of the tour was you download an app on your phone and you vote on who won the concert, Lil Wayne or Drake, right? And we didn't download an app because we're no. in our 30s. We are yep. like, why would we do this? <laughs> yeah. We didn't do that. But everyone in their 20s voted, so Drake Naturally, and they all the love Drake. everyone love Drake. They, loved Drake. they yeah. can fuck themselves yeah. <laughs> because <laughs> this was the funniest thing ever. So Drake did this, you guys. Okay, it's the Hollywood Bowl. A pole came down. Okay, Drake went on top of the pole. The pole floated on top of around the audience, into the audience, into the audience, and he would point at people and do like low key crowd work, <laughs> where he'd be like, "Hey, what's up, man? A white hat. I see you. I love you, man." He'd be like, what's up, girl in white t-shirt with long hair? I see you. I see you. He'd be like, what's up, guy with black girlfriend? I see you. I see that's you. That's right. That's right. It was so weird. It was a stripper pole, and he was just attached to it and floating <laughs> over the audience. I want to do
3: that. I want to do that doing my stand-up. Crowd work.
6: It was crazy. I want to do my
3: stand-up, but instead of like singing r and B, I'm just going to do like self-deprecating dick jokes, you know? <laughs>
6: Just while floating over the audience. Yeah. It was so nuts. We loved it so much. That was the best show. That was our best. Yeah, so like, really, he makes me a ton of mixed CDs because Oh, now they definitely think we're in love. Yeah, yeah, we're in love. (laughs) It's really only because I'm the only person that has a CD player.
3: She's the last person on earth to get Spotify, so I'm (laughs) still making CDs. Yeah, he's making me fucking CDs. If anyone wants a mixed CD, hit me up after the show.
6: This guy.
3: Yo, yo, we got to tell him about uh, Waterfalling.
6: Oh shit, water yeah, yeah. falling. All right. Okay. All
3: right. So, so we smoke a lot of weed. That's basically What's uh, up? T- All right. So, we smoke We've been we were hanging out for years and years and years and 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 from Max, her husband just knew us as working together. She'd come over all the time. Work on jokes. Remember the one whatever, time Max whatever. came over to be like, yeah,
6: y- hung out with both of us. Yeah. It took ten minutes. He was like, this is terrible. Yeah, we just get high
3: and eat pizza. <laughs>
6: and he was just like, this is truly dumb, and you laughed. And he, yeah, he laughed real fast. He was like, I don't want to be a part of this.
3: Yeah, this is you guys are lame.
6: <laughs> but yeah, so what we do is we get high. We go yeah. to Astro Burger. Yeah. Uh, or anywhere else has a ju- jukebox, but. The to nearest Astro to Burger. his place was Asherberger. Yeah. So what we do is we put in enough money to play TLC's waterfalls.
3: Three times in a row.
6: <laughs> Three times. But what you gotta do row. is
3: you gotta time it right. You gotta walk up to the counter after you or put it your in. Food. And then you put in your food, you load it up. So you're there as waterfalls is playing the first happened. time. The first
6: time it comes on, everyone's like, oh fuck, Yeah, TLC Heck. waterfalls. People are like, "Fuck yeah!" But then the countdown
3: begins because you got to get your food as the second one starts starts playing again. People are
6: like, "Oh, "Oh, second time waterfalls—that's crazy." People
3: start getting a little pissed off,
6: but then they're like, "You know what? It's still a good song. It's still a good song." Yeah,
3: They're not that happy about it. That's fine. Uh, third time waterfall. Now you got no, you on. have to have your food. We take it to go. Yeah, uh, we.
6: By the you, time the third waterfall. But what comes we do on, is yeah, you hold on to the food. We're outside the window looking. And then looking you walk in.
3: outside.
6: And then you're just eating your fries and you're watching. It, yeah, yeah. As people get so angry. We watch it from
3: the car. For you're like,
6: watching people break up. They're, they're so like, pissed. Fuck you. Again. They yeah. don't know what's wrong, but it's that they've been waterfall. They've been
3: waterfall bitch. Waterfall.
6: We call this waterfalling. Yeah, we do
3: they it all uh, the time. they no longer have the song Waterfalls at the Santa Monica Boulevard Astro Burger. Yep, took it out. Took it out of the jukebox. Uh, so now we hit them with uh, Rock, Rock
6: lobster.
3: lobster three times in a row. Ba, ba, ba,
6: ba, ba. You think you fucking got us? Yeah. No, bitch. We're back.
3: I highly recommend Waterfalling, people.
6: um, and okay, okay. What what else did you want to mention? Do you want me to check um, my
3: phone? Um, man. It's, okay.
6: It's, we wanted to mention uh, that, uh, okay, I dress Dave. <laughs> oh, yo. <laughs> so uh, the These pants, pants. Uh, my husband used to wear. Yeah, I wear her
3: husband's uh, old clothes. <laughs> she's, she's married to a man who wears them for years, and then
6: uh, I, I wear them for again. many more years. Yeah.
3: We're the same size, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah,
6: yeah. Uh, my husband's name is Max Bornstein, so we call this Vintage Bornstein. Vintage
3: Bornstein. <laughs>
6: And the top half is current Ross Dress for Less. Yes. And I just buy those shirts and I drop them off. No, she cuts house. my hair
3: too. Yeah,
6: <laughs> I cut his. Hair. I am her son. <laughs> not this haircut.
3: <laughs> I am this. I am young.
6: This haircut, not me. No, I, did I this do a one. way better job. He I did, did this one. I'm sorry. He did this butchery <laughs> this himself. You awesome. can't hear it on the podcast, but it sounds lame as fuck if you could hear it. It's not that good. Um, and okay, yeah, she
3: dresses me. So
6: I dress you. What else? I make oh. her
3: mixes. She dresses me.
6: Thank you guys so much. I've been so feeling dinner. This is Dave Rankin. Thank you. I'm Dave. Thank you.
0: Thank you for having us. I did not know a friendship could exist that deeply and codependently and almost parentally. I was going to say best friends or mother and son. (laughs) You uh, would never let me dress you. No. I mean, I, I ask your opinion about things. But even that was a long time coming. I remember early on, I was like, I found a hoodie for you. It was on sale, honey. If it's on sale, I'm buying it. Don't care who it's for. And you were like, "No, thank you." And I was like, "Why?" It was literally the exact same brand, the exact same material. And he's like, "It's not my hoodie." You said that shit to me like in the, within the first year, and I was like, "Oh, well, you never get nothing nice from me again." And that kind of shut it down.
1: See, I'm feeling the shame now. Oh that. no, we
0: have to diffuse it. We had to diffuse it. Things are fine now, but my God, to be no. Sophia and Dave, where Dave just takes tops. He just takes the tops and wears them. Oh, all the shame in my face. <laughs> I want to have a friend like Dave, and I want you to be like a Max who will accept that uh, friendship in my life. Would you be okay if I had like a really close male friend who I dressed and made up songs with and uh, hung out with all the time? I. <laughs> all right, all right. You know what? You'll, you'll answer next week. You guys, if you want to weigh in, if you got some hot takes, hit us up. On Twitter, we are at Naomi and Andy. Individually, I am at Blacktress, and Andy is at Andy Beckerman. On Instagram,
1: we're at Couples CouplesTherapyPod, and the website is CouplesTherapyPod.com. Uh, also, if you can subscribe to the show, please do it on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcast from. Leave us a review. It really helps the show if you can. Yes. Uh, it, I don't know what the algorithm is, but it does something. So We if need you have, those
0: stars, baby. You have 30
1: seconds if you're at work and uh, your don't boss- Don't want to do your job. <laughs> which Just, most of us don't want to do. I get it. I get it. Who isn't weary? When I had day jobs, I would nap when I could in wherever I could, <laughs> either the bathroom or where the, the supplies are. I would <laughs> take walks, a lot of stuff. Uh, you're, you're giving me a look now. So, uh, <laughs> what else can we tell you? We have live dates coming up. Why not go see us live? We're here in Los Angeles on December 1st, our monthly show at the Virgil. Uh, Naomi, who's on the show? This is fantastic. These are great friends of ours.
0: We've got Hayes Davenport and Sean Clemens, who co-host the podcast Hollywood Handbook. We've got Joel Kim Booster and Brendan Scannell. We've got Noah Gardenschwartz and Esther Steinberg. Emmy Award
1: winning Noah Garden Schwartz. <laughs> Has um, Hayes ever won, won an Emmy yet? I don't know. Probably. Your old co-worker Hayes? You
0: guys, what we're <laughs> saying is it's a cavalcade of stars. Get your tickets. If you get, if you want to get
1: tickets, you can go to CouplesTherapyPod.com, and uh, uh, there's a little thing at the top that says CS Live. Also, we're going to be back in New York, and uh, we're doing a show at Union Hall, a special Sunday show.
0: Yes, Sunday, December 16th, 5 p.m. at Union Hall. Oh, don't you love it? 5 p.m. You'll be home. Before it even gets dark. That's the adulting slot. That's where Michelle and Jordan do their show, adulting. It will be a great time. We will have a dope lineup for you. So if you are in New York, come check that out. You guys, good talking to you.
1: Yeah, I hope you guys have a good Thanksgiving, Naomi. Do
0: you think we will? Oh, I'm (laughs) certain we will. I have no doubt. You're going to force
1: it into existence to make me happy? Question mark? Is that why? Yes, to make you happy, honey. Oh, thank you.
0: Okay, bye. Bye.
2: Katie Couric. I'm Bozema St. John. I'm an award-winning journalist, if I do say so myself. And I'm a hot-to-trot, trailblazing marketing executive. <laughs> We're very confident. (laughs) We wanted to combine Bose's business and branding expertise with Katie's natural curiosity to create a podcast responding to this moment in time. Welcome to Back to Biz with Katie and Bose. Each week we'll interview innovators, creatives, and CEOs to find out how our pandemic present will forever change the business of tech and media, travel and leisure, education and sports, fashion and pop culture because in many ways this has been a really dark time but it's also a time for reassessing recalibrating and finding the light we're doing 10 episodes and you can catch them every thursday so listen to back to biz with katie and Bose on the iheart radio app apple podcast or wherever you get your favorite shows
6: Young world, the world is yours. It is I, OCT, the producer of the Baller Alert Show podcast, featuring none other than myself
0: and the kid Ferrari Simmons
6: with your favorite Ethiopian Sue solo. <laughs>
0: Show Podcast is here for you, keeping you in the know with the latest of your favorite celebrities, current events, and providing free games to the listeners in need.
7: So join the talk of the town, because it's going down. It's the Baller Alert Show Podcast,
6: baby. Don't, don't, don't you ever feed. We not only cover the latest in entertainment, but we're bringing you the entertainment directly from the source.
4: That's right. We have celebrity guest hosts, exclusive
6: interviews, and it all goes down on the Baller Alert Show Podcast. We are your number one source for the culture. So like DJ Khaled says, don't ever play a so, join the conversation today.
0: Head on over to the Baller Alert Show and join me, Ferrari Simmons.
6: Join me, Sue Solo, and it's all produced by me, OCT, on the Baller Alert Show Podcast. Available on iHeartRadio app, on Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
5: Hey folks, I'm Mark Marin from the WTF Podcast, and this episode is brought to you by Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues